This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Once again, it's us, and we're here again talking about things. And this time... We're, we're pissed off. <laughs> you didn't sound very pissed when you said it, though. That's kind of weird. Th- this kinda time, weird. we're uh, slightly irritated. Uh, all right. I mean, you could work on that okay. a little bit. Is yeah. that good? So maybe you work on that. I think that would be a good trailer for <laughs> a new Jaws sequel. And this time, they're somewhat irritated. And this time... The it's current per- situation is has a little. Has, has it's a not little optimal. It has us a little off kilter. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's a. It's not an optimal situation. <laughs> no, it is not. Uh, that's why uh, CNN has. I guess they did a poll, and uh, you know most Americans believe Donald Trump will be the Republican nominee, according to a CNN ORC poll. Uh, of eight hundred seventy-eight registered voters surveyed, eighty-four percent said they thought Trump. Was most likely to win the nomination. Well, I mean, you know, because he's ahead. Yeah, well, you're going to say that, right? I would say he's most likely to win the nomination. You don't point. want him to. I don't want That's him to. That's not who you would vote for. He's terrible. Yes. In every way. But uh, mm-hmm. I do think he's most likely so, to win. So that's a pretty meaningless poll, if you ask me. Cruz came in second, and then Kasich third. Gee, that's just kind of the way it is in the polls, too. Huh. And yeah. the way it is with the delegate situation right now. What a stunning, stunning surprise. I will say, I'm, I personally am looking forward to uh, what is the, going to be the result of this, which is to prove every stereotype about conservatives correct. Um, and that everything that the Democrats and the media have said for the past 20 years is now being proven right by Donald Trump. And I can't wait to hear all the media figures come in with their expert analysis mm-hmm. to tell us how right they were. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, gr- it's a great little side effect of our country being destroyed. Uh, and I can't wait for it. Indiana, you could change that. Just wanted to point that out. Uh, before, well, let me give you some evidence uh, first as to why you should change it today, Indiana. Here's Van Jones about why Donald Trump is winning. Here's the reality. Um, Donald Trump not only can win uh, the presidency, uh, he probably will win the presidency. Uh, and mainly because folks on the liberal side continue to say uh, it's over. They're actually depressing their own turnout already, demobilizing and demoralizing their own base by saying, well, this guy is so unelectable, there's no point in us even worrying about it. I say, uh, au contraire. Um, Number one, why did he get the nomination of his party in the first place? He doesn't have it completely wrapped up, but he's wrapping it up. Um, It's because uh, they made three mistakes. Um, Number one, they really radically underestimated his appeal, uh, Donald Mm -hmm. Trump's appeal. 
-hmm. Number two, uh, they had this view that he was going to blow himself up, that he was somehow going to make some huge mistake, and Mm -hmm. that mistake would result in him not becoming Mm -hmm. uh, the nominee. And so number three, based on those two flawed assumptions, they then had the worst possible strategy, which was this idea, which you may not remember now, but that there were all these different lanes, Mm so-called. So you would have the uh, insider lane and the outsider lane and the governor's lane and the senator's lane. Well, it turns out there aren't any lanes. There's just a nominee. It's yeah. kind of right. Yeah. Uh, you know, we never said the guy was stupid. He, he just happened to be a revolutionary communist. Uh, and that's why we didn't want him in the U.S. government. But um, he's, he's, pretty, he's actually pretty smart. And he makes some valid points there. And one of the, one of the things that we missed was that this uh, uninformed buffoon who says the dumbest things and has no knowledge of any of these issues, and has proven it time and time again, and is an outrageous, bald-faced liar about everything he says, yeah, we thought he probably wouldn't win in the beginning. I mean, and for a long time, we thought, all right, come on. I mean, how long did you say he's going to go away? Okay, by Christmas for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, by January. All right, when, when, the, when this thing gets rolling, he's, he's going away. Okay, and then pretty soon we realize he's not going away. Yeah, sometimes facts change your opinion. Yeah. Um, I really did think he was going to go away. And, and the, the main basis for that was that I had a higher opinion of America than I currently do. Right. I had an opinion of America that there were some people right. uh, out there that gave a crap about. And there are some people. Uh, and there are, but there's not enough. I have yeah, to, we thought there were enough. Sentence. I mean, that's there obviously isn't. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, the, the facts have changed my opinion on that. I mean, he obviously, we still don't know. I mean, I, you know, like there's still a good chance. I mean, if Cruz wins, wins tonight, this thing's wide open once again and could easily happen. <laughs> but he needs to do that. Um, and secondarily, like, I mean, just the fact that it's this close though proves me wrong. Whether even if Cruz mm-hmm. wins, it's still um, still blatantly wrong about this. And the issue is, you know, I just had more faith. You know, I, 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 like I mm-hmm. honestly, how many times did I come on this air on the show and say I've completely lost faith in the American people? And, and I said that meaning like the American people as a whole, I've lost faith in. Right. <laughs> like, but in my head, it was, well, there's too many people out there that I've lost faith in uh, to make the right decision most of the time. However, at least we still have a good core of people on our side who understand uh, what that is. I just overestimated that size of the core by a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and look, I, you know, uh, if people selected the candidates we wanted, the country would be much better. Ta-da! Uh, <laughs> there you go. And you know what? Mm-hmm. They don't, so it sucks a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, people are like, oh, well, now you, you're, you're, it's proven that you, uh, you were wrong. And you know what? Yeah, I mean... G- granted, I will agree with you on that. Uh, but what is me being wrong done for this country? Has it improved it? Mm. Has it made it better? If, if people we had, if we had some people with actual conservative principles that were elected, would that help the situation or hurt it? Like, yeah, you're right. I mean, I guess I have to deal with being wrong, um, and then I get to live in a country run by you idiots. Uh, you know, I'm talking about, you know, oh, yeah, Da-da! there you go. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, yes. I mean, I think it was uh, the, the Federalist who said that we've now most likely uh, nominated a man who's essentially an Infowars commenter to be the presidential candidate. 
Uh, and yeah, I mean, yep. I. Da-da! Like, there it is. It's out there on the table now. I mean, I don't know that I'm the one that should be depressed about that. I think we should all be. But, you know, whatever. I don't, you know, thank God we have a system in which, uh, you know, people are be able, able to express their really stupid uh, opinions until Trump takes over and outlaws them. And he will. I mean, he's already said he's, he's going to tight, tighten open up, up the libel open up laws. The libel laws. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, here's uh, Van Jones part two on uh, Donald Trump winning. Just like FDR changed the rules of the game because he was such a, a master of radio, he was able to take radio and he was able just to completely master that. And by having a new medium and a new master of a new medium, you wound up with a new president. Then you had JFK. And JFK was able to master television. And because you have the new master of a new medium with television, you suddenly have um, this incredible uh, icon, icon, JFK. Uh, new medium, new master, new president. Uh, Reagan had a little bit of that uh, TV magic as well. Then President Obama, Senator Obama at that time came along. He was able to master the internet back when viral videos were a big deal and online fundraising was a big deal. He mastered that and he became president. Uh, he followed the rules of online organizing. Uh, JFK followed the rules of the television era. Uh, FDR followed the rules of radio and confounded everybody, but all three of these guys, and wound up in the White House. The same thing is happening with Trump. It's a new media era, the era of social media, especially Twitter, and reality television. Mm. First of all, again, I think he's uh, correct in that analysis in that, you know, Again, and it's just—it's the same analysis I have, which is we're just getting a lot dumber, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we're we're getting a lot dumber, and so we're now being able to—we're able to we're be won over by things our like that. President in 140 characters or less, right? I mean, that's just—I I don't that's think great. anyone would sit back and say, you know, what that's is great. a really good way to handle a presidential election? Twitter is who tweets the most, right? Uh, and, and the most effectively. However, he's right. That's the world yeah. we live in, and and Trump, I guess, does recognize that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and. Uh, I think that's, you know, the the idea here that Trump can win the election. There's no rational reason to believe that in that there's no evidence to support it. However, uh, the only evidence to support it is that we can't, Mm. we don't have perfect evidence Mm. on every outcome. Um, You know, we don't like someone wrote this uh, a few weeks ago and essentially like what if there is a huge scandal with Hillary Clinton? Like what if. You know, look, I, I don't think this is likely, especially with the Obama DOJ. But like, what if something comes out where she was did have her hand in something like this, and it really does destroy her candidacy? He's the only one really there. Now there could be obviously a third party that could happen. We that's still up in the air. We don't know for sure. But if it stays the way we think it's going to stay, Hillary versus Donald Trump with some other third choices that won't won't really get, make a run at the nominee at the at the presidency, you're going to be sitting here looking at one scandal away from the White House. It could happen. Now, the media will do a lot to defend Hillary Clinton and try to talk their way out of it, but you never know. Uh, scandals can ha- have their way of, of, of damaging uh, candidates, and she's already a really bad candidate. I mean, you know, he would have, I mean, Donald Trump would have absolutely no chance against Barack Obama, because Barack Obama is, is, a, is, a, is a much better candidate than Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton's terrible. I mean, literally, you could have picked, honestly, I bet any other person out of this field and probably won. Mm-hmm. You probably could have picked Jim Gilmore 
and won the presidency against Hillary Clinton. The only person who really has a chance to lose it is Donald Trump. Um, but, I mean, there's no evidence to say that, you know, he's really got a chance. I mean, you know, you, you look at these polls, he doesn't have a chance. His unfavorables, he doesn't have a chance. Um, you know, at the eyeball test, you don't have a chance. But who knows? I mean, he's, I would say, he, I, and I did say he didn't have a chance to get the nomination, and he's one, basically one state away from doing that. Though it won't be mathematically over tonight, even if he um, is able to win uh, Indiana. Uh, Van had uh, just one more piece of uh, uh, of analysis, I guess, on uh, Trump winning this thing. Uh, here it is. Everything that Trump is doing conforms to the rules of social media. You don't get fewer followers mm-hmm. when you um, uh, uh, insult somebody on Twitter or say something outrageous on Twitter. You get more followers. If you're on reality TV show uh, and you're the villain, the villain is often the star of the reality TV show. And in fact, mm-hmm. we were wrong. We thought that Donald Trump had left the world of entertainment, had left the world of reality television, and climbed over the wall into the world of politics. In fact, what he did was he took the world of politics and he pulled it over the wall into the world of reality television. That's what he did. And even the the, the debates look like a reality TV show with all these different candidates and they're being eliminated one after the other. And the the, the sort of uh, uh, villain that you love to hate is the one that is knocking off all these people. So the idea that he's going to somehow self-destruct by saying something is completely nonsense. Mm -hmm. Um, He says outrageous things. That is actually um, uh, following the rules. It's not breaking the rules. We are making the same Mm -hmm. mistakes, liberals, that the Republicans did. Um, Mm -hmm. They said he was going to make all these gaffes and and blow himself up. They said he had Mm -hmm. the ceiling. Mm -hmm. And then they had a very dumb strategy. And their strategy was to, to divide up and have all these lanes and, mm-hmm. and all these, these crazy things that and fight each other. But... All progressives <laughs> need mm-hmm. to come together. That was really a piece um, of media analysis. Uh, whoever it the nominee is for the Democratic Party, uh, we need to stop Trump. Nice suit, Do not by the way, give this me communist. this nonsense that Trump is just oh, yeah. like any other Republican. It doesn't make a difference that. if it's Trump, if it's Hillary. Uh, Trump Heck will yeah. unleash hell. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I, you know, it's it's not a bad piece of analysis. I think, you know, this is this. He's a smart guy. There's, he, a, there's a, a tendency, though, to look back at these things and say, like, oh, everything they did was dumb. I don't think those those are seemingly pretty. Uh, even like now, how else would you defeat Donald Trump? I mean, only run one person against him, maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, uh, what else would you do? Well, yeah, but you can't control that. Right. You, you can't, can't control say, that. Uh, it's going to be Ted Cruz and nobody else can enter the race. You can't do it. Right. Uh, so, so I don't know what you could no way to do that. Could have done. I mean, I, I, you know, I think that. The media could have. Uh, you know what could have it? happened is th- that talk radio could have been united yep. yes. around the conservative. Like they had been in the past. But talk or, radio was not united around the conservative. Or at least united against the liberal. Or against the liberal. Which is they, like they right. had been in the past. Right. As right. they right. have been in the past, and instead it was just us, and eventually Mark uh, Levin. And that's it. And that's it. And, and Wisconsin talk radio. Yes. And you there's notice been a few other hosts here. And Ted there Cruz won in Wisconsin. Yeah, there's a few. There's, there's a scant few. few. I, yes. I, however, the I, you're main right. national ones are not. They're not in line. And one of the things that has, um, you know, obviously, like when you're when you're the type of person that's going to fall for Donald Trump and, and the nonsense he's been spewing for months, you know, there are if you trust someone. To come in, and like a lot of people would trust Glenn, and we've had many of them call and say, "Look, I was thinking about Trump, and I actually liked him for a while, and then I listened to you guys, and 
I mean, it's just you, you can't question it if you're thinking about these things. If Glenn had come out and supported Trump from the beginning and been very, you know what, you know what, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's saying, uh, you know, when Bush lied, uh, people died. But, I mean, he's got a good point there. If that was our approach to this, it would have given um, license to people who look to Glenn for uh, advice and counsel. It, it gives you an excuse to like this guy you kind of feel guilty about liking. You know, you're saying, well, oh, he's not really conservative. But, I mean, I mean, Glenn likes him. I mean, he's got to mm-hmm. at least be kind of conservative. And yeah. people have internalized those excuses. I mean, I like, you know, hey, well, I mean, this guy, yeah, I mean, he says he golfs with him or he says he, he goes out to dinner with him all the time. But, you know, he's always been conservative in the past. He criticizes people like Mitch McConnell. He's not always, he's not always on the same side as Republicans. I mean, I don't, you know, it gives me license to say, all right, well, I'll go down this road. Um, and I think if at the beginning everyone treated Donald Trump like they, by the way, did in 2010 and 2011, Mm-hmm. Uh, and said he's just not a conservative at all. Like Andrew Breitbart said when he was alive, he's not conservative. Right. If people did that here, most likely Trump would have gone away quickly. Um, however, he was, you know, he was praised by many of these people who I think uh, really believed, as I did, that he would go away whether they praised him or not. So their thought was, why hurt my, myself with my audience, the people who do like him, and the stations, and mm-hmm. why, why risk any of that when he's going to go away with, without me doing anything? I think the Republican Party had the same calculus. They said, look, you know, look, we can go out here and we can all rail against how bad Donald Trump is. However, he's going to go away anyway because obviously he's insane and obviously he doesn't know anything about the topics being discussed. Eventually, the American people will figure it out. Again, uh-uh. it's a faith-based argument. That the, you know, the American people will eventually figure these things out. Da-da! They don't. <laughs> Da-da! I mean, maybe they will. We still have to do Indiana tonight. Right. <laughs> Ta-da! Not Man, if yet. you looked as good as Ben Jones, yet. I might believe you. Yeah, I know. I don't. This yeah, is... but you're not wearing anywhere near the. I, I no. mean, that was a two thousand dollars suit. Easy. You can barely see it. How do you know it's so easy? Oh my you're gosh, probably right. Triple eight seven two seven Beck eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. More patents to coming up in a second. Yep, uh, we're going to start uh, talking to you about uh, starting your short term <laughs> emergency food supply today. Uh, Are we good? Uh, yeah. I mean, really? How about my Patriot supply? You ever hear of it? I've heard of it. Uh, I a think, in fact, I just heard that they're bringing back their best offer ever. What is it? Is it true? It the is stupid true. good deal is coming mm-hmm. back. It is. I mean, it's like a, a 72 hour emergency food supply kit for only ten dollars. Now I've paid as much as as forty in the past for these. Yeah, I mean, they, three day supply for forty bucks. This food. is ten dollars. It's not just food. It's food that tastes good and lasts for twenty five years. Right. So I mean, it's a, you know normally you'd be paying more for it. And here you're paying less. I think it's sixty percent less than they normally offer it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, this also guarantees you can eat for seventy two hours in any emergency. It's yeah, nice. Which is really nice because, as we've told you before, that's that's the amount of time that uh, we usually receive help from somebody, or, or from the government, society or to kind society of get back to gets back bit, on yeah. its feet or whatever. So call them today at 888-411-888-411-6844, 888-411-6844. or go online at preparewiththeblaze.com. We should quickly point out that uh, there's a new Jeffy rule that we have to do oh, a new right. Jeffy disclaimer. Yeah, that's right. I think it's, you know, I it's only know, four. Yeah, I don't know how many you can buy at once. But Sorry, here's the thing. Jeffy. Um, Four. No, does, a 72-hour kit does not mean you can eat constantly for 72 hours. No, it's, that's, that's not, not what, what that it means. means. It means you can get through it in a normal eating process for three days. It does not mean you can eat constantly for 72 consecutive hours. I got news for you. 
Uh-huh. If I buy four, uh-huh. that's 72 hours worth of eating, baby. 888 <laughs> <laughs> com. The founder of this company, 10 years ago, was trying to sell his house and went through real estate agent after real estate agent, and they were all talking a great game. And this guy who is selling his house, the founder of this uh, this company, he's you know he's kind of an important guy and kind of, you know should get the best treatment. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company, and it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is, their word is their bond, and they are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. We have a 1,000 agents across the country, and they are people that listen to this show. And so when you go through Real Estate Agents I Trust, it's sent to somebody who already, you already know their sensibilities. They already are cut from exactly the same cloth. There's got to be a better way. There is. Realestateagentsitrust.com. I can smell it. It's us again. Dinner. We're back. And this, and this time, time we're, we're moderately angry. Yeah. Is that better? So that's, no. Triple eight seven two seven back 888-727-BECK. You know, uh, Donald Trump was on Fox News this morning, and he made a really excellent point. I mean, he's, look, he's just asking questions here. That's all he's doing. Just, just trying to start a conversation. Trying to start a conversation like he does on Twitter all the time, only this time he's doing it on television. Just trying to start a conversation. Uh, here was the conversation. That he was trying to start. His father was with Lee Harvey Oswald prior to Oswald's being, yep. uh, you know, shot. I mean, the whole thing is ridiculous. What, what, what is this, right? Prior to his being shot. And nobody even brings Look it up. Enough. I mean, they don't even talk Look about that. Idiots. That was reported. Uh, and nobody talks about it, but well, I think it's horrible. Right. There was a picture out there that reportedly right. shows um, uh, Raphael Cruz standing right. with Lee Harvey Oswald. I mean, what, was he, doing with, what <laughs> was he doing with Lee Harvey Oswald Plotting right. the death. before the uh, death, uh, before right. the shooting? Right. It's, it's, it's horrible. It's horrible. It is horrible. Plus, there's no A in the word horrible. Horrible? Uh, it's horrible. It's horrible. But you know what's really horrible? Is the reaction of the Fox News dummies who just sit there and take it? <laughs> yeah, Donald. I think that, that's kind of true, uh, right? No, I'm not letting them off the hook. They're all sitting there like bumps on logs. Well, like, you again, gotta call that crap. You gotta out. call it out. I, I, you I, have I feel, to. I kind of feel like uh, Ducey wanted to. I don't think Ducey wanted to. No, no. Watch Steve yeah. Ducey's. Let's see. Uh, because, wait, yeah. hold on, hold on. Listen. Mm-hmm. Watch his facial expression. Right. I'm going to. Watch and his then? eyes and his eyebrows and as then? he says this. And Let's then what happens? They Nothing. move the camera away. Away. That's right. Well, Let's watch it. Watch his eyebrows. Yeah. Watch it. Let's roll it again. Let's, his let's father was with Lee Harvey Oswald prior to Oswald's being... Uh, you know, <laughs> shot. I mean, the whole thing is ridiculous. See, he wants what, to. What is this, right prior to his being shot? <laughs> and nobody even brings it up. He wants to. Talk about He's that. just got that a twitch. That's all. Okay. Uh, nobody uh, talks about it, but I think it's horrible. Right. There was a picture out there that right. reportedly shows uh, on, uh, Raphael Cruz standing with Lee Harvey Archwald. I mean, you can tell by Brian. It's better than that. Come on. Don't You don't say right to that. You say, Donald, wait a minute. Come on. That's a... It's... That's a... Photograph that was in the National Enquirer. We gotta take him out. Of Come that. on. Now I think Kilmeade. I think honestly, you listen to his, the tone of his voice. Uh, it's been reported. Like I, I think honestly, he doesn't believe it, and he and he's trying to he be nice to Donald. It. 
and I, yeah, you've got which is the mandate. But I guess not enough. Right, you're probably right. That probably is the mandate. However, to me, again, as a as a as a viewer, it's not enough. I, I mean, mean, I Fox want someone calling about right it now. now. Let's no, just face it. Out. Fox is absolutely pathetic. I don't understand right that approach, and I don't know. Uh, and, and what's who's who's uh, wow. who's the um, the female on the show now? Um, Do you know? Yeah, Ainsley you know, Earhart. Earhart. Okay, yeah. there you go. Yeah, so I don't. She didn't say anything, but she was. No, she's a big Trump chick. She is. Yeah, they all are. I mean, all the all the women from. Her to uh, uh, the Tanteros, is it? Oh, Andrew Tanteros is hilarious yes. at this point. Tanteros, <laughs> yeah. uh, the the one that's on at you know uh, Greta is obviously yeah. a Trump person. I mean, not Megyn the Kelly. judge person Piro or whatever. Yep, she is. Yep. She's a Trump person. Peter Johnson Jr. Peter Johnson Jr. Peter <laughs> Johnson idiot. I don't know Jr. what he's ever been doing on that network, but he's for some reason. On not Megan Kelly, not Megan. No. I think she's the only one, and we'll see how she does on the seventeenth. Uh, that's that's going to be a big, big day for her. It's a big one. However, uh, you know, depending on what happens tonight, it might not be as big as we initially uh, thought. We'll see. And, and Terrace has been off now too for a while, right? She's uh, they've got their big contractual issues. Oh, really? She's Seriously? Been off for a few days. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It started. It started yeah. uh, this, just past week, right when her book was released. <laughs> really. Yeah, that was the big conspiracy oh, why she's off. Because they just said it's contractual. Hmm. That was some contractual issues. Inappropriate retail encounter expert. Uh, Jeffy Fisher making a nice point there on Andrea Tanteros. <laughs> I love that. Inappropriate. We haven't even covered I that I yet. Didn't but... realize, I didn't realize that I was an expert in that. However, I'm proud to. Well, you're, you're an expert in almost all things inappropriate, aren't you? And especially <laughs> yes. inappropriate and That's what I was trying to get across on the radio show. Yeah. Glenn didn't want to hear it. No, you didn't happen want to hear anyone. <laughs> didn't holler that. No wonder you don't step in. Somebody just starts hollering, stop that man. You're supposed to believe him? <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> in a word, yes. Yeah? yeah. Okay, well. Yeah. I'm, I'm, At least investigate. You know, stop the guy and then see what's going on. You know, you could do that. But, uh. Triple eight seven two seven Beck eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. According to this Daily Mail poll, uh, Trump is ahead of Hillary for the first time. Now it's not the first time because he's been ahead of what, not, two no, polls out of like a hundred and fifty. Yeah, it's a, every once in a while uh, there's one that pops up like this. I think it was two. I think it was two of the last like forty or something um, before before this one. And this one though doesn't isn't an actual poll. Oh, it's uh, not. It's not like a legitimate poll. First of all, it is. Uh, there's no cell phones even called. So I mean, you know, there's some. That's the way that they do their polls. But beyond that, they took out one of the. They said basically like, hey, if you if if you can't vote for someone else, I think, or or you can't stay home, if you can't stay home, who would you vote for? Well, you can't. What? What do you mean? If I can't stay right. home? That was exactly. Like, wait, wait, wait. What if we don't have give them an option to stay home? Well. They can. That is an option. They can stay home. <laughs> I mean, give, don't give them an option. Are you a are you a Trump esque dictator? Uh, you know. It's so I mean, it's you know, it's obviously something he's going to talk about and act. One of his uh, stupid campaign people tweeted it out. It was like, oh look, this proves uh, that uh, the last argument of the Trump anti Trump people is gone. Um, does it? Does one out of forty polls? Really do that? And is the that, answer is, of course, no. And especially yeah. on a flawed poll like that. Yeah, I mean, it's if a, you can't stay home. Highly questionable it, poll. And again, like, come uh, on. I don't know if you know this. What was it? A forty-one to thirty-nine. Guess what? Uh, they're probably going to be uh, a lot higher than th- if you if if he can win that that election with forty-one percent. 
which is not completely impossible if there's a strong third-party candidate running. But most likely, he's probably going to need 49 or 48 or 50 percent to win that election, not 41. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's just silly. But, I mean, you know, what are you mm-hmm. going to do? Uh, the, the Rasmussen reports uh, polls of... What happened to him? He's not there anymore, I don't think. He left really? the company. Yeah, it's R- Scott Rasmussen is not actually at Rasmussen. Oh, I didn't know that. Anymore. When yeah. did that happen? A few years ago. Um, and they have been... Uh, like after the last, after the 2012 presidential? <sighs> I could look it up. I'm not sure. Because I think he was still there then, right? Um, uh, it seemed like Fox was interviewing him all the time. No wonder he hasn't been on. Yeah, you notice you haven't you seen know, him around. Yeah, again, like they huh. were one of the leaders in, uh, in Rasmussen was one of the best was polls really there good was for a while. Yeah, and they and they had a couple of elections they did very well. Um, however, yeah, he had. I think he, for a while at least he had the best record of uh, all the major polls. But uh, when you're telling people, uh, you have to vote, I got a gun to your head, and you got to either vote for Trump or Clinton, there's no third party, and you can't stay home, and you'll never eat again if you don't vote for Trump, who would you vote for? And he still only wins 40, 41-39. Yeah. Um, you know, a little <laughs> bit flawed. Uh, Rasmussen left in July 2013. There so, you go. Uh, wow. It's been a while. Okay. Yeah. But. 888-727-BECK. More Pat and Stu is on the way. That's why he's losing. Sanders has refused, uh, Fox is saying, to bring up the Clinton email investigation. you got to get nasty, right, yeah. if you're going to win. I mean, Trump has shown us that. If there's anything Trump has shown us, is you got to be nasty. To and I will thing. never, ever listen to anyone ever say what America's we want. tired of the uh, negative they ads. They don't like the nasty really? politics and the negative Shut ads. Shut up. Really? They don't? It seems like all they want is I that. And ben I don't Jones, ever want to hear it. Ben Jones pretty much summed that up as well. Yes. Uh, yeah. you know, and by the way, uh, you, you know what they don't want is they don't want an uplifting message. No. They don't want, no. uh, they don't want positive. Uh, they, they don't, don't want, want consistency. Ads. They don't want consistency. They don't want policy. They don't want character. They we don't, don't want conservatism. Obviously, uh, yeah. that we've, that we've you know, talked about them wanting. I um, mean, is there a campaign that more typifies how negative you should be than this one? Is there one? Has there the, been one in history? I don't think so. I don't think there's ever been a campaign that has been run, has been fueled uh, percentage-wise more by just negative things and insulting people than Donald Trump. And that's not a surprise, obviously. It's just his whole business. I mean, I know that but, in the campaign with uh, Velveeta and Flimlasky, oh my gosh. things started out kind of tame. But then... You know, they kind of went off the rails in that race as well. Yeah, I th- it's it's gone downhill quite a bit. It, uh, yeah, you know, and I think look, this is apparently what what people want. Um, this is uh, we've been shown that we've been shown some of these ads before, but it has really escalated. Uh, it, it seems to be getting darker and darker. Wow. Watch the, the latest batch of campaign ads from Flimlasky and Velveeta. Ernie Velveeta cares. He cares for the community. He cares about his friends. He cares about children. He cares about animals, even ugly ones. Ernie Velveeta, taking the time 
to care about you. Ernie Velveeta says he cares about the community. Fact. He never says which community he's referring to. Ernie Velveeta says he cares about his friends. Fact. What about Gregory Mills, whom he hasn't called since the fourth grade? Ernie Velveeta claims to care about children. Fact. Many child molesters say the same thing. Ernie Velveeta says he cares about animals. Fact. Tell that to the cow he was slicing last Saturday night at a steakhouse. Does Ernie Velveeta really care for us? Fact. No. No. Harold Flemlasky. A police record a mile long. Theft, carjacking, sexual assault, rape, murder. Do you want someone involved in a murder investigation representing you? Ernie Velveeta. Unlike some other politicians, he's not a murderer. Hey man, you watching the game? Which game? The baseball game or the game being perpetrated on voters by Ernie Velveeta? Ernie Velveeta? What do you mean? Have you seen his latest attack ad? He claims that Harold Flemlasky had a police record a mile long and that he was involved in murder and rape investigations. Harold Flemlasky was involved in murder and rape investigations? Of course he was. Harold Flemlasky is a former police officer who was investigating those crimes, not committing them. You know, these misleading attacks have got to stop. As does Ernie Velveeta's addiction to heroin. Damn straight, yo. Grateful my friends are Harold Flemlasky. Harold Flemlasky, in his own words. The following is actual audio from the latest Flemlasky campaign commercial. Harold Flemlasky was involved in murder and rape investigations? Of course he was. Her Don't elect a murdering rapist. Careful, my family members of Ernie Velveeta. Flemlasky. Velveeta. Flemlasky. Velveeta. Flem Lasky. Bell Vita. Flem Lasky. Bell Vita. Flem Lasky. Bell Vita. Flem Lasky. Bell Vita. Pay for my second cousin to hear Paul Lasky. Your skin is burning. You can't see. Your heart explodes. You just voted for Harold Flemlasky. People who vote for Harold Flemlasky die. Man, God, every time it gets me. Every time that's great. That's a, that's too much, Pat. They've crossed a lot of lines. There. I think they've crossed the line. Uh, 
Yeah. I mean, where could it go from there? I don't know, but I don't condone it. No. I, I don't condone it. You know, America too. wants positive they ads. Want positive they want positive ads. campaigns. Yes. They want real vision for the future. Yes. They, they, they don't want just, you can't insult your way to the presidency, Pat. <laughs> Except you can. And, uh, we'll it's see. actually the only way to do it, apparently. Sad. Uh, 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Uh, former White House advisor is uh, revealing now the scale of North Korea's plans to invade the South. I didn't know there were actual plans in place, but apparently. Uh, Victor Cha has outlined the chilling scope of Pyongyang's combat capabilities in his book, The Impossible State, which include bombardments of shells, mustard gas attacks, hundreds of thousands of fatalities. Compelling, if not incredibly unsettling, insight into Kim Jong-un's warped plans uh, comes after reports reveal the leader has built a replica of the South Korean presidential palace for his troops to use during training. Mr. Cha served as director for Asian affairs at the uh, NSA or NSC, National Security Council, from 2004 to 7, and is an expert in uh, South and in North Korean affairs. He says in his book uh, that if tensions erupt between the North and South, they would shell the, their neighbor at the rate of five. 100,000 shells per hour. I mean, they have that kind of capability? 500,000 shells an hour? I mean, that's all they spend their money on, right? I, mean, I guess so. They, they have yeah. no economy. They have no... I mean, they take every, every piece of production from the country. Half the people are starving to death. And they spend money on developing weapons and stockpiling yeah, for I war. Mean, they're preparing their people for famine. Yeah. I mean, no, yeah. he's not preparing for famine. No. Well, I guess he is, in a way, preparing for famine in that he can outlast a long famine because of his stored fat. Uh, yes. And, oh, this is Not the, him. I mean, it's like I, Kim Jong-un. It's showing, showing a picture of some guy. Huh? But, That's uh, uh, Mr. Cha, I think, who okay. wrote yeah. the book uh, <laughs> detailing the plans of Kim Jong-un. That we, is not Kim Jong-un. <laughs> no. Um, actually, the guy, I'd be interested to talk to, the guy, who was the guy, um, he was, a, I think, a missionary who was in North Korea. And he was uh, captured and held over there. And then Dennis Rodman got into a controversy with... Right. Remember mm -hmm. that guy? Mm -hmm. uh, Ken something or other. Um, anyway, he was over there, and he was recently released and has written a book about his experience there. Oh. Um, pretty interesting. And I heard him on CNN the other day, and he said... Um, they asked him about Dennis Rodman, and they played the clip back of, of Dennis Rodman saying, like, well, what did this guy do? You know, we don't know what he did. He, you have no idea what he did. He was a, he was a bad guy. Um, and uh, they asked him, like, what do you think about that after seeing that? He's like, ah, you know, I think, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure, uh, you know, I, 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 I thank Dennis, Dennis Robin for bringing attention to my case. Kenneth Bay. Kenneth Bay. That was wow. his reaction. He, I, I think, wow. I thank Is that a Christian attitude? Yes. Holy cow. Oof. That and would I be would, hard. I, I don't think I would have said that. No. I, I don't would think not I would have, have said either. that. Um, wow. But yeah, that's what he said. He Very said, nice. yeah, look, I mean, he, he brought attention to my case. I mean, I don't know. I might not be here if it wasn't for him. Hats off to him. Yeah, really cool. Triple eight seven two seven back more patents. Stu is inevitable, they say. And uh, I think they're right. I think they're right.
888-727-BECK. Pat and Stu. Hey. Welcome. Uh, you know, we were talking the other day that uh, virtually all, was it on this show or was it on radio, where we were talking about virtually all of the relationships on television now are homosexual relationships. <laughs> I don't know if that's exactly true. It's uh, it's but close. You're saying it's a high percentage. It's a high percentage. Would you I say mean, it's higher than if that was uh, than the actual than, percentage of right. homosexuals? Yes, <laughs> much. Yeah, we were talking about a radio because Glenn was talking about the BBC and uh, some of the newer shows that they're broadcasting. Right. And part of that has to do with like a show is not trying to reflect reality or uh, the average life. It's trying to reflect something that's pushing the envelope or something different. Right, so, or they're trying to push an agenda, or they're trying to push an agenda, and it's it's been interesting and because or. I think even Glad says the homosexual population in America is two to seven percent. Does that sound right to okay. you? Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Let's say four and a half. Okay, it's four and a half percent. That would mean that if you're going to do, you know, quotas, and we're all about quotas now. Everything must be proportional. Everything's got to be exactly right, like. 14% of all Oscars or more have to go to blacks, right? We, we just found that out this year and last year. That's really not what we found out, though. What we found out is that all Oscars should go to black people. Well, yeah, um, again, pretty much. Like, uh, you know, pretty much. Or at least most of them. Or I think uh, the honest opinion is, by many of the people pushing that agenda, is half of them. There's two. Yeah. They should get half. Right. Uh, which is not actually how it works at all. That's not <laughs> okay, how it works. It's the same thing in the NFL, though. I mean, look at, you look at the NFL and something like, uh, 98% of running backs in the NFL are black. Right. Does that mean that we should, should we really have only 14% of running backs in America being, in the NFL being black? No. Because we're trying to match percentages of population? No, it's, no, it's stupid. stupid. Whoever is best at the job should get the job. Get the, black, and, white, yes. whatever the color, and who in cares? In the NFL, that's fine. In every other walk of life, apparently not so much. But it's much. only fine because... Because it works their out side is winning, yes, right? Exactly. Like the liberal side right. is winning. They can't. They don't have no complaint. Mm -hmm. So what do they do? They complain about other positions in which they're also overrepresented to the population. Things like quarterback or head coach. Yes. Um, right. uh, and and year head coaches depends on the year. But what they do is say, well, look, seventy five percent of uh, players are black. Um, so seventy five percent of coaches should be black. Um, actually, no, no. The, the thing no. that's out of step with the with the way. Things are going there is that seventy five percent of the players are black, like right. that's what's notable. Right. I mean, can you think this is a, this is a percentage of the twelve percent of the population or thirteen percent of the population that's made up seventy five percent of a league? That's amazing. Yeah. What an incredible accomplishment. So, but that's not that shows you though that you should not put these things on a percentage basis. I mean, it's right. Not, it's, it's the ridiculous. But they've gone completely the other way, as as we're mentioning. Uh, but but Glenn was talking about some BBC show. Is this Torchwood, I think it was? Yeah. This BBC show. I was talking about this uh, show that I like called The 100. And, uh, and they have two relationships featured on that show. One's a gay relationship. The other's a lesbian relationship. So there's a lot of diversity going on there. So we're talking about that and how it just more and more shows are going to these homosexual relationships. Uh, okay, whatever. So what happens on this weekend's edition of Fear the Walking Dead? Oh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Stu, this never, is a brand new show. There's never a, a relationship at all or rarely. About, right? Yeah, I mean, they're too busy trying to stay alive to be having sex with each other. But they found a way to work in. A homosexual relationship. <laughs> On Fear of the Walking There's one relationship. 
It's a homosexual. Well, that's not true. And I it mean, doesn't prove the husband and story wife. at that, all. They do have the husband and okay, wife. Okay, the husband and wife, I guess, have been pictured in bed together. Yes. I, I guess that is true. Uh, they weren't doing anything but talking, but you know, which is fine by me. But uh, but so so it's not enough to push the envelope to where it's just a homosexual relationship. That wasn't going far enough. That doesn't fit the agenda anymore because that's too mundane now. It had to be an interracial yeah. homosexual relationship. <laughs> so you just, I mean, come on. I mean, I think there's both of those things are probably true at some level. Like, and that, like, I think there, of course, is an agenda. I mean, there is an agenda. Been, many directors have, have admitted this. Yeah. Uh, that like they think it's important to push society in a certain direction, so they put these themes and not just you know, gay, but also environmental and other things um, oh, in 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 their the shows. Environmental agendas are just agonizing. Yeah, and that's you know. I, Known, uh, I think mm-hmm. it also is. There is a level of trying to push the envelope and do something on television you've never seen before. That's why things get more violent. Um, you right. know, they, like there's something they want to. You know, the old thing is boring. The new thing is interesting, right? Like it's yeah. based on that sort of uh, philosophy. I, I, mean, I, I, I don't watch the show, so I, I don't know. But that seems like a, 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 a constant <sighs> refrain in Hollywood. Oh, and I will say too, as a as a uh, just a. Thinking about fear now, it is based in Cal. This one is from California, so you may end up getting strange relationships coming out of California, even after many have died. <laughs> really? Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean, Jeffy? Because there's, sure there's a number of freaks in California there. <laughs> really? There well, said you are huh. an, an inappropriate oh, retail <laughs> counter expert, so you so, would know the definition yeah, you know. of a strange relationship. <laughs> yes. Uh, that is the, the, the Jeffy guarantee. I, I appreciate you calling uh, calling my uh, uh-huh. inappropriate encounter uh, relationship. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> no, I don't think you read it across like it's a it was inappropriate retail no, no, no. counter expert. Wait, what? I don't know. Wait, You're an expert what? on many things, Jeffy. Yeah. Many of them are illegal. Almost uh, all of them, I find. Almost, almost, almost all of them, them are illegal. Oh, that's questionable. Or at least seedy. You know, mm. they're at least seedy. Well, this is the way the relationships work these days. Uh, a mom of a first uh, NFL first round draft pick um, has been tweeting. She says. She's praying for all the thirsty girls sliding into new NFL rookies' direct message with heavy booty and cleavage action picks. Only Jesus can quench your thirst. And I thought that was really good. Yeah, just so you know. I thought that was really good. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, it's great. Um, now, she, it's interesting because her son, I think, is Eli Apple, right? Yes. He's the guy who was drafted by the Giants at the number 10 uh, in, the, in the draft. And he has – people have been retweeting his old tweets, which were things like, man, I hate the Giants – and oh, I can't wait for oh, no, uh, really? Eli Manning looks really sad today. And uh, I hate both that's of these where, teams. That's where they're from, right? Yes, I guess you're a Giants fan. But that's an interesting. I guess the mom is quite the prolific tweeter um, and keeps it interesting. <laughs> so good for her, though. That's a good one. Yeah.
I can't go back there. Indiana wants me. Lord, I can't go back there. I wish I had you to talk to. Um, Indiana is voting today. Thus the uh, only song about Indiana I know. Uh, so the voting is going on right now. And it, actually, this is going to wrap up pretty quickly tonight because the polls close at 6 Eastern, which is 5 Central. Is it 6 Eastern? 6 Eastern. Jeez. Yeah. So, I mean, they barely give you time to get off work and go vote, right? So I, I don't know if they open super early. Maybe they open at 6 so you can go before. or But if there's a long line, you don't have time to, you know, before uh, sounds work. Sounds unfair to me. Usually it's if you're in line fair. at the close, you could still get your it vote. Will, it will only be unfair if Trump doesn't win. Then he'll he'll bitch about that. Mm-hmm. You know the polls closed at six o'clock. That's unfair. They're trying to disenfranchise the working class. <laughs> yeah. A guy with thirty nine percent of the vote or forty percent of the vote who's got uh, you know a good shot at getting over half the delegates because of the stupid rules benefiting him is going to come tell us about how unfair the rules are. We agree. That sounds about. You right. should have forty percent of the delegates and have no chance of winning the nomination right now. We agree. Yes. But unfortunately, that's not the way the rules are. And unlike you, we don't want to change them after the game started. Uh, so. Wow. Uh, they're putting up the delegate count even as we speak, and it was 996 to 556. Uh, 565, I think it is. 565. Uh, but, I mean, again, like, it's, it's almost at this point because it's just mm. it's not about Trump. It's not about Cruz winning, right? We all know that Cruz has been. Uh, right. No, it's about him keeping right. Trump under 1237. So the, this, the, the actual way to look at this is Cruz needs, I think, or Trump needs. Uh, I had the numbers. Eh, take the show for a bit. I'm going to go get the numbers. All right. He needs uh, 300-ish as he walked right right front. I told yeah. you I was walking. I wasn't yeah, a big did. surprise. And, and you just walked right right in front of the camera. I told you I was walking. I mean, I just said I'm, I'll be right yes, back. It was go. still astounding to me right. that he walked right in front I mean, of the camera. He, normally, he's polite. Walk walk around. No. He made wait no a effort. Second, wait for a camera change. No effort Nothing. whatsoever. Just yeah, take I, the show for a second. I'm going you. to block the camera. <laughs> yes, you did. And still, I was quite I was clear. shocked. That now you just said take the show. You didn't say, oh, by the way, I'm going to walk right in front of your camera shot. Okay, let me explain it a little further. I'm going to put one leg in front of the other, and then the other one's going to go in front of that one, and then the other one's going to go in front of that one until I get to the destination where I can get the, the notebook that I'm. Did you also for. go to another room to get another drink? Wow, he walked no, in front of me. He walked in front of me again. What the heck? Twice. Now a okay, third time. So here's my. <laughs> I actually like that shot. Go ahead. <laughs> so does America. America likes that shot as well. Okay, yeah. so. Uh, currently, what we have right now, and this is according to the Washington Post. So it's currently right now? It's not currently 15 minutes from now? Or Trump has yesterday? 996 delegates. <laughs> Do you want to walk in front of my shot real quick? I mean, just, No, I think uh, that was enough. 996 delegates, mm-hmm. uh, and he needs 241 to get to the nomination. So Good Trump... Gosh, he's that close? Trump needs 241. Oof. Cruz... That's or, not good. The anti-Trump people need 332. Okay. Okay. So if they can get 333 delegates, Trump will be short. If Trump can get 241 delegates, he so will. So between between Cruz and Kasich, they have to get 330. 332. 332. So, three, so right now, the way that race actually stands mm. is 241 for Trump to get there, 332 for everyone else. So I mean, it's pretty close. Yeah. Uh, now, now you might say, well, wait a minute, that doesn't show that how much Trump is leading by. No, you're right. I mean, but what is the actual function of the race at this point? The function of the race is not whether Cruz can beat Trump. He can't. 
what can happen here, the, the only function of the race he is... He can't can, on the first ballot. Right. Can Trump get to 1237? Uh-huh. That's the function Let's of the race. Not. So when you look at it under that, under that paradigm, under that construct, <clears throat> what am I resisting here? Am I resisting the... Collectivization of manufacturing? Or the, just the destruction of our, our planet uh, and, and country because yeah. of Donald Trump. Uh, yes. So two, Trump needs 241, uh, and everyone else needs 332 to get to the goal they need to hit. Because just like, just like Donald Trump needs to get to 1237, mm-hmm. the non-Trump people need to get to 1237. Because that will mean that if they get to 1238, Trump can't get to 1237. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a majority mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. So that's what they need is uh, 1,237. Trump is 241 away. Gosh. The non-Trump people, 332 away. So again, and I, I did this on, uh, uh, there's a New York Times uh, sort of a simulator where you can put the percentage you think the candidates will get uh, to, uh, you know, to, to, and, and what that means for the delegates. So mm-hmm. they'll do a simu- they do a right. bunch of simulations and say, to keep Trump under 1237, essentially what needs to happen is Cruz needs to win. In any level, if he wins 41 to 40, basically Trump won't get to 1237. The issue is oh, that like Trump, that. yeah, I mean, is it tonight? No, I'm saying for the rest Across of the, the campaign. Board, all the rest. Now, the issue, of course, is that Trump's going to win 65 to 20 in New Jersey, and he's going to win big in West Virginia, and he's going to win in some other states. So you have to have a big. Uh, but if you look at this as one big race, all the states to vote for uh, vote until the end of the uh, uh, election. Basically, Trump, Cruz just needs to win. He needs to win. But, you know, again, mm-hmm. he needs to actually win. He can't right. just sit here and be like, well, I'm close. Well, I'm gaining. Well, I'm, uh, you know, Kasich's taking votes away and, and I'm annoyed about it. You need to actually win. Mm-hmm. But if he can win 42-38, he probably is going to keep him under the 1237. I mean, that's really all he needs to do. <laughs> well, he's going to win by 11 tonight. If he, doesn't, if he doesn't win tonight, he's, he's not going to win. He's going to win by 11. Right? And this is if why. If he wins by 11, what does that mean in the delegate count? Likely, he would probably win. There's 57 delegates in yeah, it takes uh, most, Indiana. Right? He would pro- he gets 30 for the win right off the bat. Uh, then there's nine del- there's nine districts where you- there's three delegates in each district, so that makes up 27. So it's 30 for just the state. Whoever wins the state gets 30. Um, Trump almost definitely will win the first district, um, which will give him three delegates. Um, there's two other two other uh, districts where he looks very strong. Uh-huh. Um, so I would say probably the minimum you're looking at for Trump would be nine. So if, if Cruz had a nice big win, he would probably win something like 48 to nine. Um, that's, a hu- that's about as good as he could possibly do if he has a huge mm. night. Okay. Um, more rationally, it's probably something more like 42 mm. to 15, something in mm. that general vicinity. Um, might even be 40, you know, 5 to 12, something like that. But 48 to 9 is probably the best you could possibly And then do. after this, what, what is next week? Is it Jersey? Uh, is next week? Next week. Uh, let's see. I've or got does it right go here. west okay, to goes, Nebraska uh, and well, it, it would go, it would go. It would go back to Indiana, but I guess we can't go back there. <laughs> right. So we, can, we that's, can't. That's off the table. Uh, <laughs> next, next week is... Uh, uh, is going to be Nebraska, which is a very heavy Ted nice Cruz. And by the way, thank Nebraska. you. I, it, was, mm-hmm. it was hard because I don't really know the song. Mm-hmm. Uh, winner take all in Nebraska. Um, so that is and a big Ted Cruz favorite. How many delegates? 36. So okay. again, think about this. We told you this multiple weeks ago. You're about to go after Wisconsin. You're about to go into a two week mm-hmm. period in which life will suck as and a Ted Cruz. It has. And it has. Mm-hmm. Now, if Cruz wins and he has to win tonight, you're going to start feeling good again. Mm-hmm. And then next week, you're going to have a big win for Cruz in Nebraska. Nebraska. 
where he would win mm-hmm. 36 delegates, and he would probably <clears throat> lose West Virginia, but that's a proportional state. So uh, okay. delegate-wise, it will be a big victory for Cruz. You'll have two big victories in a row. Then after that, you go to Oregon. Um, where he's got it. I mean, he could do okay in Oregon, he, especially if he has some momentum. Shot. Washington, he could do well there. Yeah. And that's May 24th. And then you're pretty much, uh, that's pretty much it until Montana. the last day, which is California, Montana, New Jersey, New Mexico. Montana's on the last day? In South Dakota. Okay. Now, again, look at those states the last day. California is the big question mark. Trump has a lead there. Cruz has pulled well in the past. If momentum mm-hmm. is carrying Cruz into that, maybe he has a chance to do well. Um, Montana, likely a Cruz state. New Jersey, likely, almost definitely, a almost Trump for sure state. Trump. Yeah. Uh, New Mexico, proportional and probably really state. big, too, yeah. for Trump. New Mexico is a proportional state. It's not that big of a, of a deal. South Dakota is a winner-take-all, likely a Cruz state. So, again, he's got a shot there. The issue is, what does that number come mm-hmm. down to? Yeah. In uh, how close is it in to twelve thirty seven? Like I mean, again, like if you do, let me do. Uh, I'll do a quick rundown here. Um, Trump gets, let's say, four. Uh, let's say twelve in New Mexico. Gets fifty one in New Jersey. Gets zero in Montana. Gets uh, let's say twenty in Washington of the forty four. Gets uh, seventeen of the twenty eight in Oregon. I mean, I'm being generous here, right? Uh, we'll give him 26 of the 34 in West Virginia. Um, he might sweep West Virginia, but we'll, we're still giving him a good number there. Gets zero in Nebraska. And let's say uh, tonight, you know, uh, let's say he gets uh, 15 tonight in Indiana. So that's a, a win for Cruz, but not a huge win, right? Mm-hmm. That leaves him at 1,078, okay? Um, meaning that for him to get to 1,237, you're looking at basically a sweep of California. He'd have to, you know, he'd have to do incredibly well. 150 delegates, almost. Yeah. Um, yeah whatever yeah, it was. But, uh, so, but the problem the, is, if you get into the 1100 range, 1150 to, you know, 1190, 95, then you're getting so close that you might even be able to swing it on the first ballot. Well, that's the, that's the issue, absolutely too. absolutely sucks. This right. is where Pennsylvania comes into play as well. Some people yeah. are reporting he had 40 more delegates in Pennsylvania than is going to be recorded here, yeah. um, which is going to put him even higher. But if he gets into a situation where he needs to sweep Cal- uh, California or come close to sweeping California, um, he could still do that. But you could have Kasich pick off a, a district. You could have Cruz pick off two districts. And mm-hmm. uh, that's already 163 he's down to. Uh, a few more districts here and there. you got a shot. Um, so you just want to get into a chance where um, the last day, which is going to be the California day, but along with a bunch of other states, at least makes a difference. You want to get there. Where, again, you want to be in, in the baseball situation where I got the, I've got the tying run on, uh, at the plate. That's all you need. Mm-hmm. You just need a chance. And, you know, if the American people want to say, okay, well, look, you know, uh, sorry. Uh, you know, you were going to pick Donald Trump. They, they, they can do that, obviously. Uh, but... What we see here is if, if Cruz, if, if it's the other way around and uh, Cruz uh, is going to lose Indiana and, and Trump gets 40 delegates there, right? Um, and we, uh, we look through and we kind of keep everything else the same. He's at 1103, which means he only needs 130 in, in Carolina. But again, that's not a sure thing. If Trump goes through a couple of bad weeks, something happens. Uh, something, as Van Jones said uh, in his breakdown earlier, it doesn't matter what Trump says. All the negatives are positives for Trump. That might be true. However, we also can't sit here and assume that he's invincible. There's got to be something he could do 
that would uh, make some people go away from him. And if he just loses by a couple points in, in, in California, maybe uh, we can still keep him under 1237. Even if tonight goes poorly and uh, Cruz loses tonight, mm -hmm. it will still be a mathematically alive situation. What I believe is, though, everything we know about this race gives you an idea of what's going to come in the future. And unless something dramatically changes, Trump will get to 1237 if Cruz were to lose tonight. There's still the possibility Cruz should not drop out. Um, Cruz should not oh, say, you know you what, I, he's, I'm done. I, I lost by 15 Regardless points. of what happens right. tonight. I think you, you stay in out. and even just keeping your name on the ballot to give somebody people a chance to vote for uh -huh. somebody else. And he's, um, I believe, in, you know, you say what you will, but I believe he will do that, not for himself, but for the country. Because I think he, well, I know. He knows what's at stake here. Yeah. He absolutely understands what the stakes are in this race and that if Donald Trump is the nominee, that gives you the choice between two really horrifically bad candidates. Maybe the worst choice we've ever faced in American history. When you have to look at Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump, a guy who's completely unprepared, for, he's the opposite of what Bobby Knight said. The most prepared person to be president in American history? Hey, shut up. It just shows that, you know, stick to basketball, man, because your politics are ridiculous. Uh, he's the least prepared. He, he is essentially, in policy, closer to Hillary Clinton than he is any other Republican that's run in uh, a really long time, maybe ever. Um, so you've got, you've got the choice of of uh, death or destruction. I mean, that's about it. It's either death or destruction. Pick your poison. I don't know. Arsenic or, or uh, uh, fluoride. To use, you know, Alex, Alex Jones's. Do you think analogy. there's an honest chance that Alex Jones could be the VP candidate? <laughs> yes. Yes. If Donald Trump is the nominee, yes. yes. I mean, yes. uh, why not? I think it's a good pick. <laughs> it's a really good pick. Well, he knows the country, really understands pick. the people. Knows the, the danger of eating gold babies. Right. He knows what fluoride is doing to people. He knows it's killing people. He knows about the pedophile government who are kidnapping uh, children at the airports. Uh, for the TSA and the pedophile government, and they're turning him in, I guess, to pedophiles. He, I, I don't know. He's all, Trump has also asked the question, where are the men? Where are the men? Right. Where are the men? Where are the men? It's a good question. You know, where are the men? Where are the men? We I don't know. know. Who knows? We don't know. What are we resisting? <laughs> what are the men resisting? <laughs> More patents, too, coming up. The collectivization, manufactured. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I'm not sure. The industrialization of the human psyche? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I'm not sure. It's still possible that Al Gore jumps into this race. It's unlikely. It's unlikely, but it's possible. And we were just discussing the, the possibility. Uh, if Trump is the nominee in the Republican Party, Hillary the nominee in the Democrat Party, however, she's indicted. Yeah, if Kanks goes down. If she goes down, if, as he beautifully puts, <laughs> if Kanks goes down, 
why then you're in a situation where the Democrats are going to have to scramble to find a candidate. And who would that be, Biden? Or would I, they go for the superstar, Al Gore? I mean, Biden and Gore would be the two. I mean, Biden would be the number one most likely. Biden's uh, big time likely. Uh, Gore would be the number Elizabeth two. Warren, everybody be yelling about her, too. But, yeah, um, I mean, I don't think you know, it's too late. And she's apparently not interested. Seems like it. Kind of weirdly. I mean, a lot of people were pushing for her. But you had... If Sanders won, I bet she would have been the VP. Yeah. If, if Sanders, though, didn't run... Maybe she would have, because you already have that extremist, uh, and she couldn't be more maybe. extreme than him. I will say, though, I don't think anyone, when that was happening, I don't think anyone thought uh, Sanders had any Bernie chance. Bernie was for real. Yeah. No, I, I mean, yeah. I, you know, honestly, He's I think done if, way if, better than I thought. Think, think about this. If Sanders, let's say Sanders didn't run, or maybe Warren did, likely if Warren did, she would have been the Sanders, right? She would have been right. the yes, socialist. I think right? so. Mm -hmm. And she would have done. She was much better than Bernie Sanders. She oh, yeah. may have knocked Hillary off. If, I mean, she has to be looking back at this and she saying, might have. if Bernie did this well, right. I easily yes. would have won this thing. Right. She might be thinking she that. She might be right. Because has she, I don't think she's ever gotten on the Hillary bandwagon. Right. No. She's never endorsed. Nope. And like all the Senate women uh, got together and, you know, the Barbara Boxers and all, all of those people, uh, Feinstein. Yeah, they were all dancing on some all, stupid stage yeah, for Hillary, and they, they all, yes, they all got on the Hillary bandwagon, and guess who wasn't there? Yeah, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren. She was not there, not present, and not accounted for, and not interested. Because she's setting up her political career. Now, how old is she's? She's in her 60s, too. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's almost she's, as old as Hillary, yeah, yeah. I think. Mm -hmm. She's like a year or two behind Hillary, maybe 65-ish yeah. in that neighborhood. So, you know, four years or eight years from now, she's done. I mean, completely out of consideration. But if it's four years from now, you're still even pushing it. But, I mean, her. I think people said the same thing about Hillary when, when yeah, in they 2008. Yeah, they did. We did. I said, know I did. Yeah, they said, look, too old. Yeah, she's going to be in eight years. She's going to be, well, yeah, come on, no way. But she, there she is. She's yeah, the nominee. There she I mean, is. The presumptive nominee, I guess, as you could say. People are saying that about Glenn Beck, and yet he's considering a run. Oh, yeah? In, uh, in eight years. Yeah. yeah, never Glenn. Yeah. Hashtag never Glenn. <laughs> Uh, really? Yeah, I'm starting the movement now. Yeah, are you, Hashtag never back. So it's like a preemptive kind yeah, of thing. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Trying to make that happen. <laughs> By the way, we were talking about this oh, off the air. Um, it does Because Bill Crystal, there's a story on Drudge that says uh, he said he would never Trump. And then he said, well, never say never. Now, if you look at the context of it, he seemingly was joking. And then on Twitter, he said this. Less than a self. Never joke around on radio. Let me be clear. Hashtag never Trump. So, I mean, he's. He's obviously never Trump. Right. I was trying to think, though, is there any scenario where you would vote for Donald Trump? Are you really never Trump or is it never Trump with an asterisk? And here's what I think. Uh, I think it's never Trump with an asterisk. And here's why I think. Stop that. it from you. Mm. From me. Here's why. Here's the scenario in which I, I would may vote for Donald Trump. OK, you ready? He wins in 2016 mm -hmm. without my vote. And then becomes the greatest president of all time. He <laughs> runs for re-election in 2020 with a four-year record of being better than Ronald Reagan. Maybe at that point I would reconsider. Please. But you know that's not going to happen. No. By, by 2020, under Trump, uh, America's in ruins. We're like, it's like you, you look over the landscape and it looks like Walking Rome, back. 25 years <laughs> after the barbarians invaded. Uh, but I mean, I, I, I'm never Trump in the same way I'm never Obama in, in 2008. 
Like, I would never yeah. vote for Barack Obama. But if he <laughs> turned around and became a miraculously great president in those four years, I would judge right. him by those four years. Well, sure. Uh, but 2016, absolutely no chance. And no. 2020, let's be honest about it, also no chance because he's not going to be a good president and he's not going to be conservative and he's not going to do those things. But if he turned into a different person, miraculously, and ruled is the right word for Donald Trump, ruled for four years in some bizarre constitutional fashion, then of course, I, are you open-minded to somebody with a good record? Of course. Not going to happen. No. Not That's happen. a... Pretty good example, though. That's the only voting, one I can think of. Voting of. for Donald I was Trump. To think of, mm -hmm. Like, if a meteor came down and crashed into the earth mm -hmm. and killed everyone on earth except for me and Donald Trump, mm -hmm. and he was the only one running in 2016, would I vote for Donald Trump? No. <laughs> no. Wait, but there's only two people. That's right. And you're not running. Uh, so. Right. If a disease was mm -hmm. unleashed on society right. and Donald Trump was tied with someone else, and he said he would only unleash the cure for this disease that he had because he was, of course, evil and created it. And he had it in his pocket. And my vote would, would, would make the disease antidote be released in society to save everyone on earth. Would I vote for Donald Trump? You no. Know. Wow. No. Why do you hate? Never. Well, how would, how would the, the cure get out there then? I don't care. I want everyone to die. Wow. Yeah, but Trump. Thank now, you. Okay, you you've won me over. Okay, now yeah, I will be voting yeah. for Donald there you Trump go. in 2016. Now, now you're yeah. with us. Uh, plus, he's, plus the wall. Okay. Plus, what about the wall? It's called management. It's called Stu. we have a country. Okay. We either have a country or we don't. We either stop losing to Mexico and China and all these countries or we don't. Well, Believe me. Okay. Believe me. What was the one he was doing today? This. What was? It? It's like he's like pushing something down into a cylinder. <laughs> Indeed. I didn't see that Believe one. Believe me. I, I don't think I saw that one. He does one. this a lot, th this one. Yeah, I, I hate it. I can't even look at him anymore. I know. Um, <laughs> ICE, meanwhile, is receiving more taxpayer funds, uh, even as it expels fewer illegal immigrants, uh, according to stats from Homeland Security, which shows 43% fewer illegal aliens were removed from the United States from 2012 to 2015. This at a time when the administration says, oh, we're, we're deporting more than ever. We, we're deporting people all the time. The border's more secure than it's ever been under anybody at any time in any country ever in history. Shut up. ICE deported 410,000 aliens in uh, 2012 when it received $2.8 billion. In 2015, the agency expelled 235,413 and received three and a half billion. Wow. Uh, so deportations dropped dramatically, as I said, by 43%, uh, despite the increase in funding. So uh, it, just, it's, it just doesn't matter. None of it matters. I mean, do, do Americans care about any of this? This might be the actual only thing Americans do care about, and that's why they seem to be gravitating toward Donald J. Trump. Uh, meanwhile, the FDA has done something really great, and, uh, and they put together a, a PSA, public service announcement, for smokers, um, young smokers who are lesbian, um, drag queens, or transgenders, and here it is. And it's you, it's you, we're feeling blue, what can we do? 
that moment when being tobacco-free tips the scale. I stopped smoking because I didn't like how it smells. I stayed tobacco-free because this life is too good to be cut short. This free life. Hello. Freedom to be tobacco-free. <laughs> okay. So, as we were talking about, just take it over. I mean, everything has to be that I, now. I, everything I, has to be that! I, I, uh, Why? <laughs> I don't, I mean, I, look, I don't care at all. I, mean, I, don't, like, I, just, I don't, just don't understand the overemphasis of 2% of the population. Isn't it just a standard, though? Like, it's like this, like, just desire to be cool and different, and it's trendy, and you're not allowed to say anything bad about anybody, and, like, so they just, this is just, like, typical, like, media response to something like this it's like you know well uh, you know we're we're gonna we're gonna show that we're trendy and different and every young person thinks that anybody who uh you know doesn't embrace gender neutral bathrooms is a hate monger so let's mm -hmm. be cool with the young people you're trying to relate to the young people and stop them from smoking I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's just a, a, a typical media response to this sort of thing, I guess. Well, it's the government response, though. It's from the FDA. Oh, yeah. That's, you know. Even more. Right? Uh, even less surprising. Uh, yeah. More patents, too, coming out. Back. Hi, and uh, welcome. Uh, I, I love these stories about uh, all of these college kids because they're all so brilliant. Oh, my. You know, it gives me hope for the future of America when I see our young people hmm. uh, take action that they're taking. Interesting, because I actually yeah. had uh, come up with the exact opposite conclusion. How is that possible when they've booed people who talked about no free spaces being available to them? They booed. Uh, Michael Bloomberg went yeah. to a university. Where was it? It was the uh, University of Michigan, right? Oh, yeah. It was Michigan. So he goes to Michigan, does a commencement speech, and he talks about, hey, you know, can we back off this safe space thing? And these microaggressions are just that. They're micro. Okay? They're not real aggressions. And they actually booed him because they want the safe space, and they, they want people not to say mean things near them or whatever. I mean, it's just such... So ridiculous. And now we've got another example of the Missouri state student government telling uh, white Christian males to check their privilege. <laughs> the Daily Caller has reported on multiple posters being hung around the uh, Missouri state campus over the weekend, courtesy of the student government. Each flyer covered a different subject and boxes were pre-checked to show which group needed to be, <laughs> needed to be doing the privilege checking. Is this stupid? So, you've got this one. So, if you're confident that the police exist to protect you, you have white male privilege. Really? So, the white... So, go back to that one. I'm not quite done with the uh, police officer thing yet. I mean, that is unbelievable. There's no... There's no cisgender or able-bodied or heterosexual or... There's no black person that can claim that. Really? No black police officers care about other black police officers? At least we can't, we can't even go there? No Hispanic officers care about Hispanics? 
For that matter, no white officers care about any minority uh, group. Of course not. It's so ridiculous. The next one is about faith, right? If you could expect time off from work to celebrate your religious holidays, you have Christian privilege? Uh, no, excuse me. Jews have like 900 <laughs> days off during the calendar year. <laughs> they have three times as many days off as there are days. Come on. <laughs> what are you talking about? That is unreal. Okay. Next. Uh, by the way, I, if, from what I understand, mm -hmm. uh, people who are not Christians still get Christmas off. You're exactly right. Mm -hmm. Yes. If while growing up, college was an expectation of you, not a lofty dream, you have class privilege. Okay. What? It's just disgusting stuff. I mean, I mean you, you're low class, really? Jimmy. Did you have that sort of... <clears throat> did you I'm think, sorry, what? How did you think about... College? Uh, or even mm -hmm. middle school. Was okay. that a lofty dream? To me, this is insulting to uh, minority groups. Of course it's it is. insulting to, to people. Uh, I would say that that's a typical. I mean, I don't. We will. We do not know uh, this particular poster, but that's a, that's a typical sign of a of of a white guilt uh, group, where it's yes. not like actual minorities. It's what white people think minorities want to hear, um, and uh, what you see there is like, oh well, you know what? Black people can't do it. So let me say how tough it is on them. Yep. Uh, actually, they can do it. That's actually the the racist thing is if you think they can't do it. And you come up with a ridiculous justification as to why they can't do it. The non-racist thing is to say that they can do it. And the proof is... Um, they can do it. Who's at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue right now? Who resides uh, Well, uh, Hillary Clinton, obviously, white person. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Okay, sorry. John McCain. No. He was a former war hero. He didn't hero. make it. No, somebody else. Mitt Romney. No. Oh, Mormon, yeah. by Mormon. the way. No. A freaking Mormon. Mormon. not make it. No. Uh, Barack Hussein Obama resides there with his wife, uh, Michelle Obama. Confirmed? Confirmed. Confirmed. And their two children who are also black. White! And the, the mother-in-law. His no, children they're, they're are black. white. No, I think they're, the mother-in-law lives there, too. And the mother-in-law, who's mother also black. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm, I'm just so tired of it. And it's gotten worse since he's been president. Am I right? Is it not a lot worse than it was eight years ago? The whole racial thing, the white yeah. privilege nonsense, all that crap seems to be a product of the last eight years to me. Uh, it's crazy. Well, uh, actually... Yes. Okay. Oh, you're breaking out stats. Mm -hmm. Actual statistics on this. Yeah. Okay. I thought this was interesting. I've been holding. You don't it for have a to while. walk in front of my camera to do this this time. There we go. So, this is. Um, <laughs> I've been holding on to this for a while because it's not necessarily presidential election related. Um, but the uh, in uh, two thousand one. Mm -hmm. The Bush administration. Okay. The, the evil, evil Bush. racist bastard. Oh, my. George W. Bush. Okay. This guy comes mm -hmm. into office and 28% of people worry a great deal about uh, uh, race relations. 28%. 28%. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. And then, of course, as the Bush administration goes on, he well, implements these racist policies. Rockets. It's going to skyrocket from 28 to 23. And then skyrocketed from 23 to 22. Uh, and it skyrocketed from 22 to 19. That doesn't sound And then it eventually got down to 18. Wow. And then it skyrocketed from 18 down to 13. Now it goes to 98%. To, to 13? To 13, to 13 uh, under the, right at the beginning of the Barack Obama administration. Wow. And then, uh, it, obviously, Obama, a post-racial president, comes right. in. Right, right. And he, continue, he, and he turns continues this around. that. 
Well, because it went from 28 to 13. Right? Yeah. That was and right then, at the And end. what was the issue we're that looking was the at? Race, race relations. Is there race a, relations. Is there a, do you worry a great deal about race relations? So that, at the end of the Bush administration, only 13% worried a great deal about right. it. Right, and then it continued to drop, obviously. Uh, well, plummet but with, with Barack Obama in office. But it's negative 80 now? Because it went from, it plummeted right. from 13 to 16. Okay. And then and then it, went from, it plummeted from 16 to 17. <laughs> and then it plummeted from 17 to 18. And then it plummeted from 18 to 28. And then it plummeted wow. from 28 to 35, which is where it is now. Seven points higher than the beginning of the Bush administration. It feels like more and than 35. Up about triple yeah, since the beginning of the Obama administration. God, that's and that's amazing. as of uh, 2016. It's current number. Good stats. Still. But no, you know what? This is a good post-racial presidency. Uh, and it's due. he's doing a good job. He's doing a good job. He's good. been a good I president. Good, I say great. They're great. Yep. And if you don't think he's great, guess what? You got white male privilege. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Wow. We That's amazing, isn't it? Probably have a little fun since I'm really pissed off right now. Uh, so let's uh, for mental floss because they've always got the, you know, the hardcore issues. Yeah, they do. Concerned with five myths. Oh. Five myths about healthy living you've probably fallen for. And uh, number one is the myth. That you need eight, cla- eight glasses of water every day. We've talked about this before. We have not fallen for this one. We haven't. Because uh, of stew. Because uh, it's true. Because it's, well, and they don't even know where it came from. Um, but uh, uh, over and over again, the eight glasses uh, have been proven to be a, false, a fallacy. <laughs> you don't have to consume all the water you need through drinks. You also need to worry. Um, you don't need to worry so much about feeling thirsty. The human body is finely tuned to signal you to drink long before you're actually dehydrated. Um, they actually say you don't have to drink. You get... If you eat a normal diet, um, and certainly a Jeffy diet would qualify mm-hmm. because it's like 15 times the amount of food, mm-hmm. but a normal diet, you'll get enough water uh, out of your normal food diet to actually not be dehydrated. So you actually don't technically need well, to drink really anything. Does the raw meat he consumes, does the blood that he gets from that qualify that as would the qualify. liquid? It yeah. does qualify. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, myth number two, 10,000... 000- <laughs> I love this one too because everybody's got those dumb, yeah. you know, fitness yeah. things, and it's always like I gotta go ten thousand steps a day. I gotta go ten thousand. Shut up. Um, <laughs> my one of my daughters is like that. She she will not go to bed unless she has done ten thousand steps that day. So if she's a few thousand short, I mean, it could be eleven thirty at night. She's gonna go running or walking. Wait a minute, this is, is this the daughter you won't let go near the the, the lake? That's no, like two doors this down. is my older daughter. She's older than that. My so middle aged, my middle, she's not middle aged, but my middle daughter, not my oldest, not my youngest, my middle daughter must go 10,000 paces every and, but, day. And you will allow her to walk past the lake. Well, I mean, she's 26 years old. I got to ask the yeah, question. Will she, you allow her? She put her <laughs> yes. feet under your table or yes. what? She's kind of the she's gone, she's kind of under the purview now of a husband. And so uh, under the purview, Jim, yes. did you hear that? Wow! Yes. I know you so, agree with it. So, so. Um, okay, so yeah, that's not a, a legitimate number, right? It's like people just say right. that because it's they, a nice round. Ten thousand steps is a magic benchmark. No, it isn't. For some reason, but, but you know, we all carry these smartphones with the built-in counters, and and so everybody thinks about five miles is is where you should be, but nobody's ever said that. Yep. Uh, <laughs> the rule was invented in 1965 it, by but. a Japanese marketing campaign. For a very early pedometer, 
Um, Probably because uh, it could only go to 10,000. Right, yeah. I mean, it's a nice round number. It, it makes you feel yeah. like you've done something. And, yeah. and I think, I've noticed, like, because, uh, you know, your iPhone probably does that. I don't know if you've ever looked at it. Um, well, I try not to. Yeah. I, I'm probably under 15 steps a day. Well, <laughs> I would I, I would what Jeffy's is. Do you know what yours is, Jeffy? Like, what are you doing in an average day? Because you actually, for, for a guy who... I mean, I, I, how many times I got to tell you, I'm athletically overweight. Yeah, you clearly. actually do move around and walk around a lot. I am still mobile for now. Um, <laughs> but your goal, is your goal still to you become to, I, mean, I had a serious goal at one time to be craned out of my home. Right. But yeah, I know. I know. You screwed that up a long time ago. Yeah, that's that was stupid. Gone. That 100-pound that weight loss yeah, really hurt you on that goal. Pretty much is gone. So, um, but, uh, so, like, I've noticed that if I, on a normal day where I'm walking around and I put no effort into trying to do anything mm. extra, right, I'm going to be around 5,000 steps. Oh, really? Like, that's about really? what you do without even thinking about I, it. I really have no idea. Yeah, I, I, that's, I would say, it's about typical. Wow. Right? Now, if I'm, I have a particularly lazy day where, like, I'm laying on the couch a lot, I'm watching some movies, you know, I'm not doing a lot, you'll be in, like, that two to 3,000 uh, steps day. Yeah, because you're still walking around. I mean, you're still... <laughs> Right. If you go, wow. and like, if I if you go to like a concert, no, like I an outdoor, to, I, I, have to figure I would love it to know out, what yeah. yours are because I don't know. Uh, like, if you go to like an outdoor concert or something, right? Like, or a festival, or like you know, you're at uh, doing some serious walking. Yeah, that's you're a lot walking of around constantly. Yeah. You're walking through airports for you know, like you will get you know eight, nine, ten thousand. Um, and this is without like exercise, right? Like exercise, you're gonna you're gonna add for ten minutes of cardio. You're probably adding. Yeah, I'm not doing that. A thousand mm-hmm. steps, right? Mm-hmm. So you're not doing that. Just normal everyday doing stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then you know, so you want to walk a couple miles, you'll get a, add a few thousand steps onto that. So a normal day plus an av- a, a light to average workout, you're gonna be over ten thousand probably. I have a friend. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's I have right. a friend. I love this. Who. Now looks at his goals to try to get the least amount of steps yeah, that's in a day. Good. So on a Saturday or Sunday, he'll put up three, four hundred steps. Good for him. At one point, he had two eighty-seven. He was like, "Ah, it's too much." But what is he resisting? I think the is collectivization it? of manufacture. Uh, but it could be the institutionalization of the human psyche, or it could be exercise. Or it could be exercise. <laughs> yeah, we don't, exercise. we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. I, I love would like these. Notes from Jeffy, though, I'd like to get a, a, a legitimate. Yeah, I would too. For I'd a like normal to day of Jeffy, take without... a look at it today, will you? And let us know tomorrow how many steps you've walked. Yeah, yeah I want to get right on that yeah. count of my steps. Okay? <laughs> All right. Oh, look, so I've bad. just counted them. I've just counted them. Uh, regular day. Eight. Six thousand five hundred. I yeah, think yours both. would just say give up. Really? <laughs> uh, okay. I, I want to get to move. these other myths okay, though because sorry. they're fantastic. You know, the milk does a body good thing. No, not really. Mm-mm. No. The uh, vast majority of of celebrities that sport that milk mustache deal twenty years of ads, along with just about everybody else past the age of infancy. Uh, you can't digest milk. And you hear this all the time. Do you know that humans are the only animals that drink somebody else's milk? <laughs> yeah, because we're the only ones who really can. Yeah, we're the only okay? ones smart enough to put it together <laughs> systems and shipping. We can go to a cow and pasteurize it and homogenize <laughs> yeah. it and refrigerate it and put chocolate in it so it'll taste good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and turn it into ice cream, by the way. Yeah. yeah, we're the only animals that drive cars, too. <laughs> it doesn't make it a bad thing. Um, uh, will skipping <laughs> breakfast ruin your metabolism? Uh, breakfast has long been touted as I a healthy this. lifestyle, especially for those trying to lose weight. Right? Until uh, 2015, when the government even said... Uh, um, uh, even the government, excuse me, di- dietary guidelines said you needed to eat breakfast every day. But the most important yeah. meal of the day, turns out... Isn't. 
The myth was founded on guesswork based on misinterpreted observational studies. We have believed that wholeheartedly forever. Wholeheartedly. And this one, too. I mean, this one, I I can't tell you the number of people that, well, I'm doing eight days of juice right now because I'm going to cleanse my body. I'm going to cleanse my body right now because that's why I'm only drinking juice. I'm doing a dull juice diet. Did you ever do a juice uh, cleanse? (laughs) <laughs> no! Are they just, Do I look like I've ever done a juice cleanse? <laughs> That's a great reaction. <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. I've no. never done it, but I've seen, uh, I, I've one seen time, people do at it. At one time, we had, when we were in New York. <laughs> yes, I did It that was one. a big thing where yeah. the, you know, a bunch oh, of people whole, in the yeah, office did The whole office the whole, did it. I mean, they Except bought, for you and me, I'm Jeff. Sure yeah, they were the only one. I'm not doing that. Jeffy's like, I'm not either. Look at that. What are you kidding me? It was five, like, things of juice a day. And so um, there was a refrigerator at work right. that was just jam packed full of you this know like nasty juice kale cleanse. juice oh, or something. And some was, of them oh, were rough. There was like one man. of them that was pretty okay. That was the midday one, I think. Yeah, and then there was one that was like ick. ick. It was like oh you know like drinkable, but and then the other three were like horrible. There was yeah, one no, that I remember. Oh, oh God, was, I can't remember what what it was. Some kind of beet kale thing that <laughs> oh. was just... And how long did you do it? Was it, was it three like days, days or five? Did you make the five? Yeah, I did it. I did it. You did it all five. Because people mean, dropped it, off of that after... Oh, I it mean, was unbelievable, like too, flies. because, like, the, the company at the time is trying to do something nice for the employees, and they actually bought all the juice. And these things are expensive mm-hmm. in New York, you know, like these juices. Right. So mm-hmm. they bought it for, like, like, I don't know, 50 employees or something that said they wanted to do it, and, like, 45 of them dropped out after, like, an hour. <laughs> it's like, well, now the company's bought all this juice. Yeah, but and the so, hot dog cart came Yeah, by. That was really yeah. it. That one lady that used to set up around the corner was always cheap and good. I will say the best one by far was that they had a cashew milk, and it had, like, cinnamon in it. And you think, mm. wow, I mean, that sounds, you know, not good, you know. <laughs> and it, but it was, if, it, 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 by the end of that day, it tasted like a delicious milk. Oh, yeah, I'm guessing. <laughs> oh, man. All right, we got to take a break. Triple Eight 727 back is the. Uh, Are you order. saying that the, the coconut cinnamon milk tasted good after the beet kale juice? Oh, oh yeah. There was a beet one, there was a kale one, there was, there was a, um, a lemonade, which I, was, I had high hopes for before it started, a cayenne pepper lemonade. Mm-hmm. Oh, Triple eight seven two seven back is patents too. Uh, wow! After twenty years, we're very excited about this here in the studio because uh, we just saw that uh, Space Jam two. You know that long twenty-year wait between <laughs> Space Jam one and two is going to end sometime soon because LeBron James has b- officially been signed for Space Jam two. Mm. Very excited. You know, Space Jam won. Uh, you know, it was such a... How many Academy Awards? 14. 14 Thousand. Academy Awards. 14,000 14, Academy Awards. Yeah, and what Academy Awards that weren't even theretofore offered, but they created them so that they could give them to this movie. Now, Jeff, it was I, that good. This is a long time ago, obviously, so I assume you were not aware of it. Um, <laughs> uh, but His you, grandpa might have been. I was not a, a Space Jam fan. No. Michael Jordan was in that, right? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, he's playing against... Did he play in space? Characters. Yeah, in space. Okay. Um, however, I would say that <laughs> I, I, uh, LeBron James was in Trainwreck, which was the um, 
uh, Amy what? Schumer movie. Oh, was he? Um, and he played a pretty was he good a, a, though? A pretty big role in it. I saw the preview, and, and he was not bad. He didn't I, I look like LeBron James at all. He didn't look bad at all. Yeah, he was actually pre- he pulled it off pretty well. He kind of played this like he played himself, but in sort of like a nerdy, yeah, weird he way. Was, it looked like he was uh, he liked one of the characters in it, right? Yeah, or he or was like, kind of friends with him. Yeah, he was friends with uh, uh, the doctor. Was it Bill Hader? Was the doctor? I can't remember. But he was uh, the he was friends with like the the male love interest in the movie, um, and like like was like played almost like he was kind of like an excited girl about their new relationship. Like, oh my god, did you talk to her? Like he was like that kind of guy. It was, he played it pretty well. Uh, it looked like it from the preview. Yeah, which is surprising, it and, and like you could it. tell because they put him in like. Was nine... it funny? Was it a good movie or not? It has its moments. Again, yeah, it like I, my Amy Schumer relationship is very complicated, and I like yes. I thought she's been great for years and years and years, and she's totally ruining it right now. So it's hard to. It's yeah. like I'm mourning the loss of a you know a loved one. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was, it was it had its moments. He was funny.